Hello, and thank you for joining the The Wonderful Experience podcast. The The Wonderful Experience is a journey to wholeness, to our destiny, to our purpose. It is an action, so there are things that we have to do. It's not going to just come to us, and it's a process. So, um, you know, we have to do something, and then it will take time for it to come to pass, but we have to trust the process. Um, and so, you know, we talked about setting goals, right? Journaling our, our process and then just trusting that it will come to pass. So I am DeWanda Ricks and I am going to walk with you through this process. Each month, we'll come together and just kind of talk about how we transform our lives. How do we walk into our destiny? What will propel us to our next level in order to get to where we want to be and who we want to be or to do what we want to do and be happy doing it. And so we will go on this journey from brokenness to wholeness with purpose. Again, thank you for joining. And with May being mental health awareness, I wanna talk about self-love. And and so I wanna talk about what does it mean to practice self-love? What does it mean? How do we go from brokenness to wholeness? Does wholeness even exist? And so I just want to start with some basic definitions from Webster. Um, Wholeness impacts how we think, feel, and act to the to be the best versions of ourselves, we have to really analyze where we're at. Are we happy in that position of where we're at? And then how do we get to happiness, right? And it's an emotional, psychological, and social process. How do we enhance that? So according to Webster, wholeness is the state of forming a complete and harmonious whole, unity, the state of being unbroken or undamaged. So when I read that, I really didn't um, come to a full understanding of what is wholeness. So I went to brokenness. And so I wanted to find brokenness. And that, according to Webster, is fractured or damaged. And when we look at it, again, emotionally, psychologically, and socially, it's really mind, body, and spirit. And the old adage, you know, so you think, so shall you be. And so that's why I think positive affirmations are so key I think a lot of times we talk within our minds, we, we talk ourselves out of being whole. We talk ourselves out of the feeling of, you know, we deserve this. We are enough. We listen to the negative voices. So positive affirmations is key. And then self-care. 
We have to take the time to take care of ourselves. Rest is vital. Rest is the key. Rest will rejuvenate, recharge, rebuild. You, you get the reason there. Reset. Rest is such a key part of self-care because you cannot operate in fast mode, continue to run, 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 and not rest. Even if you look at an automobile, you can drive your automobile, right? But after so many miles, you have to take it in for maintenance. That's the rest period, right? You have to maintain your mind, your body, your spirit, and you do that by resting. And then the other thing, when we're looking at our journey and where we want to go and what makes us happy and what is our purpose and what is our passion, that's self-examination. It is not comparing yourselves to others. You cannot compare yourselves to others. That is the killer of all dreams. It's the killer of your timeline, right? Um, your decisions have consequences. And based on your decisions, that's how you were able to move forward. And that's why it's important that you self-evaluate. And then you have to lay out your goals, right? We talked about that a couple of months ago. Setting smart goals, setting a measurable timeline as to when you want to get it done but you cannot compare yourself to others um, you cannot base your success on other people's success you don't know you know what they've done to achieve it you don't know what they've walked through to get it and sometimes um, most of the time other people's journey is not meant for you and so when you try to replicate what they've gone through you're creating more angst more anxiety more unnecessary stress on yourself when all you need to do is stop comparing yourself to others um, so when you are whole you won't need validation from other people you won't need someone else to love you in order to feel loved because you will love yourself. And that's powerful. And that's why positive affirmations are so important because you tell yourself, right, um, what negates those negative voices that you're hearing. Uh, and I love the movie, if you all remember The Help, right, when... Um, she the help was telling um and the young girl you know you are kind you are pretty and you are important i tell yourself whatever you need to tell yourself and tell it enough times until you believe it and that is powerful because you have to negate the negative voices that are telling you you can't do it because you can do it all things are possible through Christ, right? And it will take practice. And again, so, you know, you, you're going to say it once and don't think you're going to believe it automatically, but continue to say it. And when those negative voices come up, train your mind to negate those negative voices with something positive. And then 
um, what you need to do with others is communicate your boundaries. People will treat you how you allow them to treat you. And so if the way a person treats you makes you feel less than who you are, set boundaries. Sometimes you can be around a person um, for an hour and after that hour is like you've had enough. So set your boundaries. Like, okay, I know I need to deal with them within 30 minute segments and then part ways, right? Set your boundaries. You know that at six o'clock, that's your prayer time or you want to read the Bible or you even want to practice self-care and that may be, you know, a long hot bath, going to the spa. But at six o'clock, someone calls and you feel obligated to answer the phone. You do not. Take care of yourself. And then time management. Time management for self-care is important because you do not want to feel rushed or pressured or, you know, if you procrastinate, now you have this undue stress to meet a deadline. But if you manage your time wisely, wisely, whether that's um, writing down your schedule, um, you know, setting set times, whatever it takes for you to manage your time accordingly. And then that way you're working off of your pace, off of your timeline and not someone else's timeline. And again, adding that undue stress onto you. And then um, another thing you need to practice is problem solving. That is another way to reduce stress. We all know that things happen throughout the day that we didn't plan, but how do we deal with those unexpected situations? How do we deal with conflict? Is it um, in a constructive way or is it in a way that is um, deconstructive, that it's, you know, building up walls or burning bridges. Like we don't want to do any of that. We want to be able to have those crucial conversations as I like to call them, but in a positive way where you are being heard and you're also listening to the person that has the issue. Or if the problem is, you know, money, an unexpected bill or unexpected, um, trip that you need to make and and it's like where is the money coming from right how do we solve for that and i think as we understand stress and understand what triggers our stress we can find ways to cope with that and then we gotta believe in ourselves so i need you to believe in yourself believe that whatever it is that you think you can do you can do it Believe in yourself and then be able to adapt to change. So again, we set our own plans, right? And we think 
that they're the best plans ever. And then sometimes something out of our control will come through and change those plans. Or a lot of time we'll set plans and God changes those plans. And we have to be able to adapt to what he's doing in our lives or adapt to whatever change is coming about. Um, The one thing that I love, the example that I love to use is, you know, you have your life and you're going along and uh, let's say you're married and and y'all have been married uh, for some time without children and now you have children. (laughs) That baby will change your life and you'll have to adopt to what the baby's needs are. You'll have to really, uh, we talked about time management, right? You'll have to really manage that time, especially if uh, you're not working from home and you have to take the baby to daycare or, you know, drop the baby off at whoever's going to watch the baby while you get to work. You got to manage your time. And then when you talk about adopting the change, a lot of change is going to happen. And even problem solving, right? Um, and let's say you and your spouse both work, but you know, get off at six, but you have to pick the baby up by five. You got to figure out how we're going to pick this baby up. Who's going to pick? There's a lot of problem solving. And, and although it is stressful, there is... Um, just devices that you can use to really manage that stress. And one is communicating. You want to communicate, hey, I'm feeling kind of stressful and here's why, right? And then you can talk through possible solutions. Um, But remember the communicating and determining what those triggers are can really, really help you (laughs) in managing that. So, um, how do you handle stress? Do you know what your triggers are? If you do not, I urge you to really, as you're journaling, write down, you know what, I was stressful today and really dig into what caused the stress. Um, how did you manage through the stress or did you even manage through it? And then what are possible ways that you can use in order to manage through it? And so how we handle stress really determines our quality of life. It determines the choices that we make. Uh, It determines our health because um, unresolved stress over a period of time manifests in physical ailments. Um, So it is very important at any age to learn how to manage stress from our, our children to our teenagers, our young adults, and even us grown folks in adulthood, it is important on how we manage stress. And then how how to mind your mental health. I have a couple of notes down here. You want to talk about your feelings. Don't dwell on your feelings or make decisions based on your feelings. But you want to you want to acknowledge this is how I feel and this is why I feel this way. But before you make any decisions, make sure that it's based on facts and the data and not your feelings. And then um, you want to keep active, stay healthy by eating right, working out. That goes into the keeping active, resting. We talked about that earlier. And then ask for help. 
when you need help, ask for help. Do not feel like um, you're asking for a handout or that you seem less than what you ought to be because uh, a true friend, a true confidant, um, our, you know, our parents, our close family members, close friends will understand and, and they are there to help. And then um, statistically, it's been proven that um, the road to wellness is serving others. I've also read that um, not only is it serving others, but prayer or meditation is great for um, reducing stress. So <laughs> that is our talk for this month. Um, my challenge for you is to make time for yourself. Check in on your mental wellness. Check in on your physical wellness. Tune into your feelings. Understand what you feel, why you feel that way. And then um, if you're already doing that, that is totally wonderful and awesome. So then my challenge for you would be to check in on your family members or close friends. Uh, but by all means, please make yourself your first priority. And I want everyone to know self-care is not selfish. It is self-love. And just like when you're in the airplane, right, and they say if something happens and the oxygen mask fall down, they tell you to place yours on first before helping someone else. And there's a reason why they do that, right? You want to make sure you're okay before you can help someone else. Um, you don't want to deplete all of your energy pouring out to someone else and nothing's being pouring into you. So make sure you are taking care of yourself first. Mothers, I know it's hard, but you have to be diligent about setting that time. Dads, I know it's hard, but you have to be diligent. And for our children out there, you know, I know our time is kind of dictated by our parents, but set, set aside some time, like practice now on loving yourself. What does that look like for you? And now, you know, how, are, how is your gratitude journal going? Are we still writing in it? I know we're still grateful. I know God is still moving and, um, and his ever presence is always surrounding us. And um, if we practice self-care, we can stop and smell the roses, if you will. We can stop and just see how he's moving and really give him the praise and the glory and the honor and thank him for everything that he's doing. Um, and then journal it, right? And as, as you're transforming, you'll be able to see where you started and where you're at and then how much further you have to go. And so now it's time for our affirmations. Remember, you can create your own affirmations based on what you need to hear to negate those negative voices that you may hear as you're going through the day and just stop and positively affirm to yourself. So now repeat after me. 
I am wonderful. I am powerful. And I am grateful. Thank you guys for joining. I love you guys. This has been a wonderful experience. And until next month, be blessed. Bye.